Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soul Survivor Podcast. I'm Dylan Bird, your host, along here with my co-host, Ryan Winthrop. We are extremely excited to be back, finally, with some news to talk about, about Survivor Season 41. Look, man, it's been a long time coming at this point. It's been over a year since we've had new Survivor. You know, we've been kind of, you know, coming with podcasts, you know, once every you know few weeks or a couple of months at this point. Uh, and, you know, just trying to grind through it, grind through this long, extended offseason. And I think, you know, the best part of this whole long offseason is the fact that we have had so many new fans just at the show of Survivor. And in fact, we've had a bunch of people reach out to us and be like, hey, I'm a new fan, you know, just found your podcast. And that's just great, great to see. Uh, so, yeah, if you're watching us live for the first time, that's awesome. But look, excited to be here. What is up, Ryan? Dylan, it is great to be back. It has been a while since we have recorded, but... Yes, we are finally reapproaching Survivor season. Only a few more months to go until we get to September. And I'm just excited that we finally have some potential news to talk about. Obviously, we'll go over it, but not everything is confirmed yet by CBS, but comes from reputable sources on Twitter. And I'm really looking forward to diving into it because it's a lot, some of which we did not expect. Yeah, there is a lot to talk about. Um, you know, obviously the cast was uh, leaked, the rumored cast of 18, um, some other info about the theme, gameplay. So we're going to touch on all of that. Now, before we get started, if you are watching here, be sure to like this video and subscribe to this channel if you aren't already. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Soul Survivor Pod. And if you're feeling extra generous today, visit Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and a review also. That'd be absolutely great. Uh, be sure to subscribe there on Apple Podcasts as well. We cannot wait to have our recap episodes every single week um, during the season. I actually tried to get Hef back on the podcast tonight for this episode. <laughs> oh, my had, God. He had, he had a conflict. But look, this is a big podcast. We got finally got some new info. I was like, you know what? Maybe Hef will join us back. Um, wasn't He wasn't around. That's unfortunate. But Hef will be back on one of these days coming soon. Um, hopefully one of the next few podcasts, you know, we'll get it. We'll catch up with him and everything like that. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, let's hop right into it and start with the cast. The cast is 18 people um, split into three tribes. Um, and look, diversity rules are ineffective, we, as we have seen by the cast photos. I actually have a cast photo here that I want to screen share with everybody. Now, if you do not want to know the cast, if you do not want to, you know, if you don't want to know the cast until the you know, Survivor actually drops an official trailer, stuff like that, or Survivor drops their official article, CBS, um, before the season, then look, you could skip this part of the video. Um, but yeah, we are going to get a screen share going here. Let's just make sure this works. And here we go. Yeah, while, Dylan, while you're, while you're pulling that up, I have to say, like, you would have seen the biggest surprise in my face if you had just, if I had hopped on to here and uh, have just showed up on my screen, I, you would have seen the most shocked reaction. I do I do like Solomon's suggestion, though. You, sh you should have just said to him, oh, Brad Culpepper was in the leaked cast. Been on <laughs> yeah, in a all right. Second. Let me just... Let me just get this banner down for a second so that we could we could get the we you know we got yeah. we got some te technical issues here things are acting slow. All right. All right. So we got yeah. this here. We got our cast of 18, our potential lead cast. Obviously as I said, diversity rules are in effect for this season immediately. Um look, what was your first take? It's kind of hard to look at a cast like this and just, you know, form first impressions without seeing any, like anything that they have to say, any of their, you know, the article that CBS drops preseason where they, you know, answer a bunch of, bunch of questions. Um, it's not like we have that. We are just looking at pictures of these people, where they're from and what their occupations are. Is there anything that stood out to you immediately just from looking at this? 
Yeah, a couple things actually. And I I came prepared, Dylan. I did crunch some numbers before this podcast, but obviously, like you have mentioned, uh, CBS clearly is sticking to their rule of having at least fifty percent people of um, people of indig- uh, BIPOC. Uh, and obviously, this is a very diverse cast, which is always a great thing for Survivor. Uh, in terms of the, the numbers. Uh, the average age, Dylan, for this uh, for this group is 33. So it's a pretty good average age. Usually, I think in some seasons, you see a lot of younger people who are in their 20s, and it brings down the average age. And I personally feel like if people are not super old, but they're if they're a bit older, they're later 20s, early 30s, I think that makes for a great survivor player profile. They're more seasoned in life. They kind of know what to look out for, who to trust. Maybe they have more life experiences to draw from. So seeing this, this group having an average age of like 33, I think is pretty good. Uh, also, there's only seven people who are in their 20s, so it is gearing towards older for sure. And yeah, no, I think it looks like a really great diverse cast. Also, um, like you mentioned, Dylan, a few diverse occupations here too. We have a lot of students, but we also have some, we have a rancher, a grocery store worker, and I know this caught your eye, a uh, former NFL player. Yeah, well, I think, you know, before I, you know, I talk about the occupations here, just yeah. want to touch on what you said about the age. Um, you know, like you said, gearing a little bit towards older, but we do have three 20-year-olds on this season, oh. three students. That's either going to be very interesting or these people are going to be naive. Like, I, I don't want to judge people based on their age. Um it's crazy. I could not have pictured myself playing Survivor at 20 years old. I'm 23 right now. I cannot have pictured myself playing Survivor three years ago. Um, now, in terms of the occupations, yeah, I noticed the retired NFL player. I don't know who he is, and I looked he, him up. Yeah, I, I looked him up. He was mostly a backup defensive player, special teams player when he was in the NFL, which makes me think, and I saw a lot of people talking about this, he has to have some kind of electric personality because it's not like he's being let on for a celebrity type thing. Like he 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 has something else, you know, obviously with him. He's not just an NFL player that everyone knows that they're letting on to the season. Clearly there's something else coming with that. So I'm excited to see that. Um, and yeah, so one other interesting thing, and I know I spoke to you about this already, is obviously, you know, they have the locations of where everyone is from here. And, you know, we've had our, me and you are both from Long Island. We live around 10 minutes from each other. Um, I, we, Long Island has had success on survivor. I mean, uh, two winners came from Long Island, Tom and Tommy, Um, Tom Westman and then Tommy from season 39. Both those guys are from Long Island. In addition, you know, we've had our, our other fair share, you know, uh, Julie from season 38 is from the town right next to me. Uh, That's pretty cool. Meanwhile, we have Tiffany Seely right here from Plainview, New York, which is my town, which is crazy. I'm looking yeah, at right. the cast. I'm like, Plainview, New York? Wow. Um, and a few reasons. It's just like, it's not like, like, it's not like I live in New York City where there's a million, where there's a, 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 a bunch of, a, you know, so many people that it would be, you know, uh, you know, it wouldn't be that shocking if there was somebody from New York City. But to be from the same exact town as me. It's pretty interesting. I don't live in like a huge town. Yeah, there are a lot of people. It's a suburbs. Uh, it's Long Island. But that is pretty cool that there is somebody from my town on this season. Now I looked at the occupation teacher. I don't believe she is a teacher in my school district, but I did some research. I have two mutual friends with Tiffany on Facebook and my mom has 13 mutual friends with her. So clearly some people around my neighborhood know who she is. I'm very curious. I will, I will not guarantee, but we will do our best to get her on the podcast after the season. Look, I think she'll maybe do something for us considering I'm a plain view person. You're Dick Hills person. Look, I, I, I'm excited about this. I'm excited to see somebody from my town, the first ever Plainview contestant on Survivor. So good luck to Tiffany. Looking forward to seeing that. Um, and yeah, that's just really cool. So that was the that was the number one thing that struck my eye about the cast. Um, but like you said, three students, 
uh, NFL player, rancher, diver- very diverse cast. Um, so I think it, it, it could, you know, could really make for some great, great gameplay, interesting social connections here. Yeah, before we move on, I was, I was just going to say that I obviously this is just the cast. All we have is their name, their age, where they're from and their occupation. I can't wait until, you know, Dylan, we get the official CBS release of, you know, what are three words that describe you? What's your strategy coming in? Who's your favorite player? Because those really, to me, if I was ever going to, if we ever do a draft or if I ever make a winner pick, I look a lot at how are you going to come into this game and what players do you like, but also who are you most like? Because if someone goes, oh, I'm like Parvati, very few people are like Parvati. So you need to have like the wherewithal to know who you're most like. Like I would love to say I'm a Tony Blachos, but I'm not. I probably would be the most similar to like an Adam Klein, for example. So like you need to know who you're like, how you'll play. And I would love to see how self-aware these players are. Um, But we do need to wait for the official cast uh, bios to drop. The one other thing I was going to add, Dylan, when you were going over the 20-year-old. So we have Xander, Liana, and I think one more person's in their 20s here. Jarius right here. Yeah. That makes me feel old, Dylan, because you're, yeah. you're 23. I'm turning 25 this month. And um, this means, Dylan, if, if, if people aren't aware, we finally have oh, – also, side note, we have a few Canadians on this cast as well, which is pretty cool. But um, we now have people who were born – after Survivor started. Like Survivor filmed in the summer of 2000 and up until now, 40 seasons, everyone's been born before 2000. And I know personally, if someone told me that they were born after 2000, I feel old. We now have three people who were born after Survivor started, which is crazy to me. Yeah, that is is pretty wild. Uh, Now we have a question here that I want to address first before we move on. Are you guys going to be watching Survivor South Africa? Personally, I have not watched International Survivor. Maybe I'll give it a chance at some point in time. Um, so no, I will not be watching, at least in the in the near future. Uh, what about you, Ryan? I've considered it. I've been hearing a lot of great things from those who are covering the season in its uh, preseason coverage. I know it starts, I think, either today or tonight or tomorrow. It starts starting very soon. And I would consider it. I have it on my list. Dylan and I actually on our own right now are rewatching some old seasons that we haven't seen in a while. So we are still going through some old U.S. seasons, but, you know, we still have until September. Um, so I can easily see, say to myself, if I get through a couple of seasons, I'm good for U.S. Survivor. I could see myself picking this up possibly before season 41. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely seems interesting for sure. And it could be something that I have to check out sooner or later. Um let me just get all right just got just got to reset everything here as we get um the screens fixed all right perfect so now let's get right back to um what we're going to talk about the rest of the time next interesting bit of information now again everything that we are getting here i I don't i didn't say this earlier but it's in the description uh it is from insidesurvivor.com uh Marn Holmes, Redmond Survivor, at Redmond Survivor on Twitter. He's great with, you know, these this type of stuff, preseason, you know, stuff like this, getting the cast early, getting some other info. So props to him. All credit goes to him for that type of stuff here, everything we're talking about. And survive and so from Inside Survivor, we've also learned that Survivor 41 is just gonna be Survivor season 41. There's no title, there's no theme. So what are your thoughts on that personally? Um, I don't have many thoughts on that. To me, it's not going to change how I feel about the season. Obviously, you know, I'm sure that, you know, certain seasons will have themes going forward because if you're going to have returning players, the returning players will likely have some kind of theme that come with them. But seasons where there are no returning players, I mean, we 
it, it doesn't really matter that much because the themes in the last few seasons, like for example, everyone always mentions heroes, healers, hustlers, like nobody really cared about yeah. that theme to say the least. So if they just call it survivor season 35, it would have been no different. So that's my thoughts on it. Uh, not much for me to say there, but I'm curious to know if you have your, th- you have some thoughts on it similar or, or different. If there was ever an argument to stop theme titles, one just needs to look at Triple H's just to to give a perspective because it's been off the rails for years. But um, it's weird. You know, when you first hear this, it's obviously a bit weird. We love referring to the seasons by either their acronyms or by, you know, what their theme is. And it's been a big part of Survivor. I think, and the chat will correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we've had a non-themed season, whether it's in the title or even like a Nicaragua where it's not in the title, but it's divided by age or like a Philippines where it's not mentioned in the title, but they have three returning captains. I don't think we've had a normal season since Samoa, since 19. I think every other season has had either a theme in the name or just based on the, the how the cast is divided. Now, like Dylan said, this is still early preseason info, still rumored. If, it, if the season is called Survivor 41, there's still obviously a very fair chance that we still have, you know, oh, the cast is divided by generation. The cast is divided by, um, you know, where they are from in the country. Like, we still don't know how it will be divided. I actually don't think it'll be just a pure new player cast, no theme, like kind of akin to a back to basics. There has to be something up their sleeve. But you know what? It is weird, but I don't have a huge problem with it. It's probably not as big a deal as people are making it out to be. Um as long as we get great gameplay and we get to understand who these characters are, we get to really know them and see them fleshed out. I don't think it's going to be a big problem. So actually we could do some investigative work if we wanted to here looking at the cast. So what would be like, if we were splitting them up based on generation, like what would be the cut? Like, okay, if, if we're going to look, I'm going to just count people in their twenties right now. Cause I think it's interesting that you said that. So yeah. like there might not be a theme in the title, but the tribes could be divided by a theme that we don't know about. So just taking a quick look here, people in their 20s, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And again, oh, actually, it's split into three tribes. So, all right. If, so maybe it would be, okay, so we have th- uh, seven people in their 20s. We have one, two, three, four, five, six people in their 30s. And then we have... Over 40 or over is one, two, three, four, five. So kind of evenly split. So look, it may not be evenly split by generation. Maybe it's some kind of occupation thing. Like I said, it is interesting to have three students um, and you have a teacher here. So I, look, I, maybe it is by by occupation also. So we'll see if they end up splitting the tribes up like that. And there is some kind of theme to it without actually calling that theme the season. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Um, but look, I think it is it is interesting that you know they're not yeah. they're not actually labeling it any any type of theme. Now let's move on here to the next part of this podcast. We are going to talk about the gameplay stuff that we have heard, and this is arguably the most important piece of information. The you know I, I think it is the most in, uh, important piece of information. I would not call it arguably. Uh, it is something we've never seen before on Survivor. They are shortening the game tremendously. Uh, it's going to be 66.666% of what it was in terms of days, uh, two-thirds. We are seeing only 26 days these guys are going to be out there, not 39. Obviously, you know, with the intro, 
that Jeff usually has 39 days, blah, 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 people, one survivor. That's going to be weird. I would pretty much bet that he does not say that this time because he's not going to say 26 days. I don't think, I don't think that this is going to be a very advertised thing. Um, I would not be surprised if they show the days a lot less in this season, because I don't think that they're proud that they're doing this. Personally, I think they're going to go back to 39. I just think that like, you know, like every kind of competition or, you know, things have had to change because of COVID. Obviously there had to be a 14 day quarantine for all these people that come out. Plus, you know, they already get a lot of, they already are there for a bunch of days before pregame normally. So it was probably like 20 days there before they actually even started the game. So they naturally had to shorten the season to 26 days. Um, like, like any, like anything, the NBA season was shortened to 72 games. Um, you know, sports were shortened this year. That's just what it was. That's how, you know, schedules change. Um, because of COVID, but I want to know what you think of 26 days. How do you think it'll affect the game? And do you think it'll be very obvious to the viewers that it is affecting the game? Yeah, I think like you said, uh, when you were teeing up the section that out of the three things we're talking about, this is the biggest thing. It's the biggest change, not only to the gameplay, but just to how Survivor is, you know, perceived and seen as a show. I mean, we all know the mantra of 39 days, 18 slash 20 people, one survivor. So it's a big, big change. Like you mentioned, I don't know how much they're going to either promote it or show it. I, I actually feel like if they didn't show us the days in the corner of the screen, we may not even ever know. So that's obviously one thing we'll have to see how much they really, uh, you know, play it up. I would say Dylan, I think that this is going to have massive ramifications for season 41 because it's going to really one elevate the speed of play and two, if not done right by the editors, it could really reduce how much we know these players. And I think when it comes to the speed of play, Redmond was saying in his Inside Survivor article, like you're going to basically now having, you know, one third less of the days, you're going to have basically almost instead of three day cycles of, you know, maybe reward one day, immunity, then travel council, you're going to have two day cycles. You're going to have maybe a reward slash immunity um, and then tribal council the next night or having a reward one day. And then the very next day is tribal council. It's going to be a very fast paced gameplay. It would not surprise me if we see a lot more either big moves, big mistakes, fast, play, fast paced decisions, just because the, the pace is going to be a lot quicker. And then just really quickly about the characters. I just worry that, you know, and I know they have to do it due to COVID, but I worry that if they don't really take the time to show us who these people are, if we don't get to know, um, uh, David or Eric or Danny or uh, Deshaun or whoever whoever it is, like we may not get to really understand how they are as a player and how they really, especially like a social game. Like imagine if we saw lots of Michelle Fitzgerald and we didn't get to appreciate her social game if we didn't get to see a lot of it. So I think it's a very weird change, but I'm hoping they do a great job with it. Yeah, so Solomon, I, I think uh, everything you you said is very valid, and Sa Solomon brings up a good point here. This is the first thing that came to mind for me. Less focus on relationships now with sh with such short time. So one thing that Jeff said, I don't have the direct quote, but in one of the videos that CBS released the other day of Jeff talking from the beast, he said uh, from the beach while he's filming, he said something like, "It's it's a you know brand new survivor. It's fast paced. It's very hard to win." My thought, obviously, he's trying to hype up the season. That's his job. He's a host. But I think that he makes a good point. You know, obviously, Solomon here, less time to focus on relationships. I think that can mean a few things. So in the past, you know, Survivor is a game of alliances. You've seen, you know, guys navigate their alliance. But, you know, people form genuine relationships out there. Um, people get very close out there. And, you know, some of these alliances are very real. My, you know, my thought is that if you have less time to form alliances, you're going to have people that are going to be less afraid 
to make big moves because they're not going to be as tied down to people, you know, for as many days. They may not spend, you know, as much time with a certain tribe before tribe swap. They may not spend as much time in general with people, um, may not have as much conversations with people, which will, you know, give them less time to form genuine relationships, which means that they're not going to be afraid possibly to stab somebody in the back that they don't know as well. Like this is, these are just things that I'm thinking about. So I think that maybe this could end up being a, uh, a season that's very heavy with big moves. This goes for survivor 42, assuming that it's 26 days as well, which I think it is. So I think you could get a lot of big moves, which could make for very exciting TV. Um, and I think as a viewer, we are probably not even going to realize any difference of it being short other than maybe, you know, big moves being more prevalent in the game just because people have less ties to each other. So that's that's something that I think is, you know, maybe going to be more entertaining for the viewer that it's shorter. Uh, once again, I do hope they go back to 39 eventually. But given, you know, look, you got you got to you got to play with the hands that you're given. Would you rather have no survivor? Or would you rather have 26 days? And the answer to everyone watching this, and the answer for me and you is, we'd rather see yeah. 26 days of survivor. So that's my thoughts on it completely. Um, what are your thoughts on that? You know, less you know, as Solomon says again, less focus on relationships now with you know such short time. Like, what what is your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I think it's possible. I think that we could see more of also has, as he mentions, more of like a voting block type of gameplay where people are constantly just hopping from group to group. Um, you know, I really do hope that we I really just hope that we don't lose out on the relationships. I would hope that people uh, do play more fluid, but we get to see a lot of these characters on the screen. Um and I, and I feel like, you know, especially bringing up Tommy, as we just said a few minutes ago with the cast, I feel like, you know, Tommy proved that in a modern era of Survivor, we can still see a very social game, one that does not have to rely on immunity wins, nor idols or advantages. He just basically, and also you can argue Gavin, I know Gavin didn't win, but Gavin still played a really amazing game. We see people nowadays are still able to play great games without needing the, the gimmicks or the uh, idols, advantages, immunities. So... I do think we will see accelerated gameplay. I think based on how it's edited, based on how people handle it, I think it could be a good thing. I, again, we just don't know how it's going to play out yet. We could see less of these people. We're going to have to find out how it plays out. And another interesting question from Liam here. He says in the chat, how do you think the winner will be received by fans given that it's a shorter season? Um, personally, I will judge it the same. These people do not have control over over how many days the season is. They don't have control of COVID. There's nothing that you could do about it. This is the hand that they were given. Just like just like in any other season, there are twists that are lucky or unlucky um, for some players. That this is a twist. You know, the shortened season. This is a twist that every single player is going to have to deal with equally. Which means that personally, I will not give anybody crap anybody who wins this season crap or anybody who does well just because they you know went far in a shortened season. I think that everyone is given that you know, everyone is playing 26 days. So that's how, that's how I feel about it. Oh yeah. No, you, you said it perfectly. You have to play with the hand that you're dealt. Like you can't, you can't get out there and get criticized for not being as great of a winner as Yule because you only play 26 and he played 39. That That's just not fair. If, if you play a great game, if you are basically, if you have a lot of agency, you're making the moves, you're great socially you're, and you play a great game, you should get rewarded and you should get praise for playing a great game. The only people that I could see getting a bit, um, getting giving a bit of criticism to these players is maybe those who are like 
older school players or people who are like very traditionalist where they believe like, you know, it was harder back in the day. It was 39 days. So you're going to have some people giving them flack, but I don't think a lot of fans are going to jump on someone's case for being the winner of a 26 day season. I mean, I saw people talking about this in the chat, like no matter what, it's more days than Chris Underwood played it regardless. Um, and, as, and they're, and they're not going to get voted out because there's no edge of extinction. So I think the winner will be received just fine. Minus a few, a few bad voices. Yeah, and I mean, I, I do agree with that. And now we have another question from Solomon. He says, shortening the days, should we assume a double boot episode? Both tribes go to tribal. I mean, that usually happens anyway with 39 days. I don't think we're going to see more of that. I just think that it's just going to be more frequent vote outs, which is going to make the game faster pace. I don't think, like, like I said, I don't think anything's going to feel that different watching it, except for maybe more mm-hmm. big moves. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it'll change that much. We definitely will see at least, I think, two double boot episodes. But, you know, Listen, given that it's a 26-day season, they could change a couple things up that we don't expect. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, while we're going through questions, Dylan, there was an earlier question actually from uh, who was it? That it was from Christian earlier, where he says, "Just curious, do you think that a female player is going to win season 41?" Uh, in case people forgot, we have had uh, six male winners in a row, going back to Ben in 35, all the way through Tony in 40. So we've had six in a row. Um, I guess if I was a betting man, I would say, you know, the optics, I feel like we, we, we could see a female winner. I, I don't know if we'll get seven in a row. And obviously, you know, fans and players are aware that there has not been a female winner since Sarah. Um, again, obviously, anything could happen. We could easily get seven men in a row. But I think there's a decent chance we could see a female winner for sure. Yeah, I agree. It's. It, I think it's going to come soon as well. Um, now we have another. We have an interesting information from Daniel coming in the chat. Survivor. He says South, Survivor South Africa originally utilized a 27 day format. I don't care if 41 is 26 days. As long as Survivor comes back, I am happy. I can see there being multiple double eliminations. Yeah, I completely agree with everything. I will take Survivor no matter how many days it is. I do think they will go back to uh, to you know, uh, 39 days yeah. once season 43 comes around, assuming that everything is fine with COVID at that point. Um, that'll obviously be a little bit less than a year from now when they start filming 43 and 44. Um, and yeah, Christian agrees with me in the chat says, hopefully next year for season 43, it's back to 39 days. I've told you this multiple times. I've told, I've tweeted it out. I think that season 43 should be second chance too. I hope it is. I'm curious to see what will happen there. Um, but yeah, we also have one more thing to talk about in terms of the gameplay. And Ryan brought it up here in the chat. Um, he says, what role do you think fire tokens will play? So fire tokens, we have discussed in on several podcasts, their shortcomings, which we all know there was not a huge payoff to it at the end. Uh, we didn't even see half the times that fire tokens were used because people were just buying luxury items with it. And then it had no payoff at the end. So it was like this one big hype thing that was kind of just experimented with in an all winter season. I'm not sure they should have introduced it in an all winter season. That being said, they decided to, um, but look, it's here to stay. And what do we see with fire tokens here? I think you see a lot of utilization of it. Um, not only did all these people have to have all this time to think about fire tokens before going on, they also are playing in a shortened season. Um, like we said, a lot of big moves are going to be made in my opinion. I think that people could easily use it as leverage and I'm excited to see, you know, what happens with fire tokens. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to reiterate a lot of what we said in the past. We've been talking about fire tokens basically since season 40 ended. Uh, so we've been speculating a lot. Uh, I do see a couple people mentioning this in the chat and I wanted to bring this up with Dylan and I rewatching old seasons. We've obviously gone back and seen some things that are no longer in survivor, like the auction or 
that reward challenge called uh, touchy subjects where people answer questions about each other and then you chop someone's rope. I think in challenges like those, like when it comes to reward challenges and ones that are a bit more social and you kind of just see um, how the game plays out, I think we could have a lot of great usage for a fire tokens that like imagine if you know usually touchy subjects could be a reward or immunity but i feel like how critical is that going to be when you're answering questions about you know your tribe mates and the reward is the fire tokens i think that's going to be a really beneficial thing and you'll see somebody like you know michelle who's very social can get a lot of fire tokens in that regard and then going back to the auction i really feel like whether they make uh, the fire tokens currency or whether it's still US dollar currency, but instead of buying an advantage, it's like you can buy this or a fire token. Or I feel like there's actually a lot of potential things they can swing with this because we know for a fact the edge is gone. So they can they can no longer use the the gameplay mechanic of when you get voted out, you must will a fire token to somebody else. And then there's a whole economy where you're using fire tokens on the edge versus in the game. So I really feel like if they could bring back some old school things like the auction, like touchy subjects, I feel like there's a lot of good uses for fire tokens. And I, I think it actually could have a lot of potential benefits for the game. Yeah. And we have Christian in the chat who says fire tokens for the challenge advantage. So before we talk about that, we've spoke about that in the past. I think the payoff should be a big advantage of the final immunity challenge. That's my opinion. Cause it's just like, you've accumulated it all game. You got this far. Now you get to use it at the end, but I want to talk about the auction real quick. The auction's amazing. There's no reason that they got rid of the auction. Bring it back 100%. Uh, I mean, we spoke about this in the past. Um, I'm a big fan of the auction, and I think it should come back. And it should, but the problem is that uh, the reason why it, it left the auction and also touchy subjects is because people broke it. Like, Worlds Apart broke the auction because uh, Carol and Mike and Dan all were like, we're just going to wait for the advantage. And then, like, that's that's how they broke it. And then same thing with um, Sam Wandel Sir. Like, they broke... Um, touchy subjects because uh they, they got rid of keith nail alex and uh reed not alex alec and reed and then you have the alliance of you know missy and natalie and john and jacqueline and baylor and they're like you know what? we're just going to talk about who wants to win so they broke it but i think now dylan like to your point if they can bring back fire tokens and they can i'm sorry if they have fire tokens and then you can bring back the auction and bring back you know touchy subjects and you can kind of change the formula with tokens i feel like that's how you bring it back now and maybe bring back the auction, but maybe don't have an advantage in it. And you kind of trick people yeah. into thinking oh, we're going to have an advantage. And look, I or 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 maybe you know do something with multiple advantages. I don't know. Maybe just make it more creative. Maybe just hide an advantage on one of the stumps uh, that you sit on, and and actually don't um, don't like offer the advantage in the auction, but maybe just hide it at the auction. I I don't know. There's different ways you go around it to make sure that the auction mm -hmm. is not broken. Um, but yeah, open to all other questions before we head off tonight. Um, but yeah, I am really, really looking forward to uh, Survivor Season 41 um, yeah. as, we get, as we get these questions to roll in here in the chat. Um, we've got you know multiple messages from people who have found this podcast during the offseason. I just want to say thank you. Um, people have asked to come on the show. Uh, to that, I want to say that, you know what, I would like to find a way to get some fans involved, get some fans on the show sometime during the season. So I will get back to everyone who has asked about that. Uh, maybe get some people on, you know, during season 41, just even if it's just to ask a question or something like that, that would be really cool. Um, thinking of other, you know, creative stuff to do for survivor season 41. We're definitely going to do a video when they come out with the article where people are answering questions, you know, yeah. giving comparisons to themselves. We will literally analyze every single, you know, 
interesting answer um, and stuff like that. And you, you bet I will be analyzing and ranking players based on their answers before, you know, we even get started here. Obviously right now, all we have is just a face and occupation. So it is hard to judge, but yeah, I'm really excited um, for sure for season 41. It's great to have new info. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we see a few questions coming in. Uh, Solomon asked us in the chat earlier, you know, what old school seasons have you been watching? He just watched Vanuatu and Gabon. Pretty good choices. Uh, I personally, so far in this offseason, I've rewatched Gabon, um, Guatemala, and I just finished Cook Islands last night. Uh, Guatemala, I think, is an amazing season. It's one that's kind of forgotten. It's old school, but I do think it's worth going back for the characters and some gameplay. Dylan and I have both seen Gabon. He'll tell you Gabon is a train wreck, but it is a fun ride all the way through. And then I just finished Cook Islands last night, and that was actually a really fun rewatch with the characters and a great underdog story. Yeah, so I watched Gabon in Nicaragua over the last month or so. Um, Yeah, so when we started this podcast, actually, so Ryan obviously has always been the super fan. You know, I, when I came into the podcast, I was the more casual fan. Um, and I'm, a, I'm more of a new school, recent survivor fan. Like I, like I first just got very, very into it once again, probably around season 31 time. So, and, and, you know, before that I had kind of just watched on and off throughout the years. Um, but yeah, so I've been basically working on filling in the blanks and stuff on stuff that I didn't remember or maybe even haven't seen yet, but I did watch, uh, Gabon and Nicaragua recently. Both, so a lot of people compare Gabon and Nicaragua for a lot, a lot of reasons. Um, both are considered to be train wreck seasons. Gabon, I would say, you know, off of watching it recently, I enjoyed Gabon a lot more than I did Nicaragua. I just think that Gabon wasn't that bad of a season. I think the gameplay was not good, but I think the characters were very good. Nicaragua, personally, I did not love any of the characters particularly. I thought that there were two pretty solid characters, Brenda and fabio obviously survivor agreed with me they brought brenda back they have basically not brought anybody back for that season other than her i would like to see fabio uh, fabio back i assume that he will never come back um because what i have read is that they just did not like that season at all for the reasons that we did not like that season um so yeah i would not be surprised if we don't see anyone else back from that season gabon i would like to see some you know some players come back as as we see in the chat here um Solomon says, uh, love Gabon, bring Ken back. Very underrated player. Yeah, I agree. That would be great if he was back. Um, honestly, I would be fine seeing almost anybody come back from season, you know, season 17. I'm just, I'm curious to see how players in these train wreck seasons maybe would do in a much smarter, um, type season, if that makes sense. But uh, uh, not good. I, I don't think good. Honestly, I think you put someone from Gabon on a normal they they flop. <laughs> we have lightning blitz here says what about marty he was great in nicaragua personally i was not a huge marty fan i know you were ryan um my re- my reasoning is that like i i just i think that he thought he knew a lot more than he did and he came off as very arrogant because of that but like oh, yeah there was no reason for him to be arrogant it definitely ruins his game like i, I oh, think, no. I think yeah. he he was so knowledgeable yes but you know, when you're knowledgeable, you can't make it seem like you're knowledgeable. And there's a reason why Fabio won that season. Not not saying Fabio was as, as knowledgeable as he made, you know, he made it seem like he was flying under the radar. I think for a season like that, he played, you know, pretty much the perfect strategy just because, it, you know, people in that season, season 21, they, a lot of the votes were just based off emotional, emotional decisions. And, and that's something that Fabio realized. And as a result, 
he kind of just coasted to the end. And then eventually when he needed to won his three immunities in a row and, you know, good on him for that. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, Marty, Marty is fun because he's not an amazing player. Marty does not do great on a lot of seasons, but he's fun because he's cocky and I would not, he's not the best player that season. He's just fun because he's a villain. So. Yeah, I mean, two people quitting that season, just a train wreck of a season all overall. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to do some other uh, watches soon. Um, but anyway, that is all we have for tonight. I am looking forward to you know getting this going. Any more info that comes out, we will be sure to talk about. I assume that the Survivor 42 cast could be coming out. You know, it's probably. I mean, they're they, they're filming it right now. I could. I'm probably in a month or so. It'll come out the cast. We'll do a video again on that, talking about that season and the cast of that. You know, just our first immediate reactions to stuff like that when that comes out. Um, just a reminder, you could follow us on Twitter. I'll put the banner up here again. You can follow us on Twitter at Soul Survivor Pod. You could follow us on Instagram at Soul Survivor Pod. Be sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel. Also, if you're feeling generous, be sure to check out check us out on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star rating and review. And also, be sure to comment on this video with your thoughts on the Survivor 41 info that's come out. Uh, again, really excited for the season. We got some ideas up our sleeve for the season, and I know you're excited about that. We may even be getting heft back for for a little bit. So, look, it could be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, only a few short months until we're finally back into the swing of things, and I, I just can't wait. Yeah, and I mean, one thing that we have discussed doing um, originally, we were, you know, winners at war. We were only one video a week, um, just recapping. And I think that we are going to try and add in maybe some short form podcasts in between the recaps. So, like for example, if a play, you know, if there's a big storyline in the game that we want to even dive into a little bit more, maybe we'll do a short 10 to 12 minute podcast on it. Uh, throw it up on YouTube or live, uh, you know, throw it up on Apple and stuff and just, you know, just talk about one deep subject for the season pretty, you know, intently. That could be cool. Um, let us know your thoughts on if you think that short form podcasts on specific topics within the season could work instead of just adding like a second podcast. We just may do multiple short form ones uh, in addition to our recap per week. So that's something that we're working on. Um, if you have any other ideas for us, uh, podcast ideas, be sure to DM us, Twitter, Instagram, comment here. Whatever, whatever you want to do to get into contact with us, you can do anything you want. And yeah, thank you everyone to wa everyone for watching once again. And let's close it out with what, how we normally do. I was actually going to say really quickly that I feel like if Hef <laughs> is back, we have to let Hef do his old uh, closing because we it, do, we it, do. It, it was Hef's thing. I can't just steal Hef's thing right. once okay. he's back. No, I, res I respect that. I respect that entirely. But but you know what? Hef is not here tonight, so I will still close it out. <laughs> but uh, yes, like Dylan said, thank you for being with us. And we've got nothing else for you. So everyone grab your torches and head back to camp. Good night.